I'm Allison Katzkowski, otherwise known as The Allison K. I'm a fitness innovator and entrepreneur turned business mentor and retreat master. A client experience is more than just making the sale or the transaction. A client experience is about how it's put together so that clients can receive amazing real transformation. Here you'll hear all about how the industry leaders are creating amazing experiences. I'm always going to give it to you straight because I know your time is valuable. Are you ready? Let's get into the show. Hey, everybody, it's Allison Katzkowski. Thank you for tuning in this week to this week's edition of the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care on this Tuesday morning. I'm excited to be with you, and I am your host. And as always, I'm always grateful that you choose to spend some of your time with me. Today, I'm really excited about my guest. And if you've been following me for a while, I get to talk to really amazing people here. And we're pretty selective about that because we want to bring you the best and the brightest, but also the most real organic conversations too. Just because there's so many podcasts that you can choose from, I always want to make it worth your while. Today, my guest is from the land down under in Australia. Today, I'm talking to Dr. Jurgen Strauss. We're going to have a really cool conversation about podcasting and business and also about self-care. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks, Allison. It's a pleasure to be here. Fantastic. So please introduce yourself, if you will, first to my audience and before we dive right in. All right. Well, as Allison said, my name's Jürgen Strauss, and I'm fondly known as the world's best human-centered podcasting coach. So the human-centered part is really important to me because what I do is work with high-achieving, high-impact achievers who want to make an impact in this world and show them how to leverage podcasting to build a vibrant community and grow their business as a result. I love it. I love it. And you're actually, how long you've actually been in Australia? Are you native to Australia? No, I was born in Germany, but I did grow up in Australia, went to school in Australia, and then after I finished university, went back and spent seven years in Germany met my wife there, started a family there, and then ultimately ended up moving back to Australia after having traveled the world and spent time in Philadelphia in the US as well. Okay. And um, yeah, had a long corporate career where I traveled the world as well. Okay. So Australia is really home for you then, it sounds like. Yeah, pretty much now. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, let's dive right in. I want to start with business first, since I know there are a lot of people in my audience that are are always listening for business tips and advice. You're obviously a podcasting coach, and this is a podcast. And I love doing my podcast. It's one of the most favorite things I do in my business. Talk to me for a little bit about your philosophy and your thoughts on how a podcast can actually grow your business. Well, the way I approach it, is very much about building community. So as I I mentioned that I traveled the world a lot in my corporate career, and as such, I built up relationships with people all around the world um, in, in the work I was doing. And when I started my podcast, I realized it was actually a, a mentor of mine that suggested I start podcasting for marketing purposes. Uh-huh. And when he did that and I thought about how do I do this, well, I think I'll find it a lot easier to speak with other people just like we're doing now rather than get on a podcast as a solo presentation. Uh-huh. Uh, and I thought, well, there's my first guests, these people that are international, that are high achievers, mm-hmm. 
some of them business owners of fairly large businesses uh, running some innovative companies. And I thought, there's my theme because my business theme was around innovation. Mm-hmm. And I'll start with that. And very quickly, in the first few episodes, the people that I knew and had relationship with, they said, this is amazing. You should speak to so-and-so. And they'd give me an introduction to somebody else. Uh-huh. And I thought, this is a fantastic way to meet people all around the world, just get online, have conversations with them. And for me as an introvert, it was just such an easy way to build my network. Uh-huh. And it resulted in some business opportunities through that, either people that were on my podcast wanting to become clients because uh-huh. they realized I could help them with something. Uh, but more importantly, the the longer-term connections, the people that I could then reach out to and say, hey, I'm thinking of doing this, what, uh-huh. what's your opinion? Or can you help me? Can you connect me with somebody that, that can help me? Mm-hmm. And over time, I thought, well, I need to leverage this and build a community around that. So that's where I think the power of networking is in, in the Absolutely. community. Absolutely. I could not agree more. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, especially now in today's world with what what technology has done for us. I mean, that's how I'm able to connect with you and you're all halfway across the world, right? I'm here in the U.S. and you're on the other side of the planet. So it's like, it's amazing what technology has been able to do for us, but it can also, you really brought up an interesting point that I want to go back to. It also takes away a bit of the human connection. And I think what you touched on is so key as to what podcasting brings to the, not just the business world in general, but to helping people forge long-lasting relationships. Yeah, that's right. It's really important, as you say. And what one of the things I really spent a lot of time on, and we were having this conversation beforehand, because you you put a lot of effort into preparing your guests to come on your show so that uh-huh. they know what to expect and they can show up as their best and and give value. And that's something that's really important to me as well. When I show up as a guest, I want to bring value to the podcast host and, of course, to their audience. The other thing, of course, as a host is that that's what I want for my audience. And so I spend time preparing my guests as well. And and I start off with a an introductory call where we have a 15-minute chat. And that, to me, is kind of the start of that relationship. Uh-huh. And then after we finish the podcast, I then continue the conversations through regular catch-ups and uh-huh. through a community that I've built for the podcast guests. And I make sure that they're aware of what's going on with their episode. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that I always find surprising, and I'm sure this won't happen with you, Absolutely. is sometimes I, I, I guest on a show and one of my Google alerts tells me that I was on a podcast show that was published and yet the host didn't let me know. Yeah. And usually the Google alert is a few weeks late. So I had a few weeks of missed opportunity where I could have been pro- helping promote that Absolutely. show. Absolutely. I'm, I'm mm. so glad you brought that up. I've been on several shows where I never heard anything about the promotion. Now, yeah. in full transparency, we've had a few guests come on here. And for whatever reason, we've decided not to publish the interview. But that really doesn't happen all that often because we're very... We're not just selective about who we take, but we also are intentional about who we invite. And that cuts mm-hmm. down on a lot of the back and forth too. But to your point yeah. about the connecting piece, about having the the call beforehand and afterhand, 
um, you know, for people in the audience that don't have businesses, they can actually listen to podcasts and reach out and connect to people too. Because I think right now people Absolutely. really want to be connecting to other people. Absolutely. And one of the visions I have for my community is that my listeners can actually interact with those podcast guests. So they might say, well, you had this conversation with your guest and you asked them these questions and I was really wanting to dig deeper on that particular topic because it it really is relevant to me, but you kind Uh of then went off on another tangent. Give them the opportunity then to actually contact that guest directly through the community where the guest will accept that connection request or that contact and they can have that conversation. And, of course, that opens up the possibility for the podcast guests that there's business might come as a result of that because they're people that already know them, yeah, already have related to them. They feel like this is a person that can help them in a particular situation and they then have the opportunity to have that conversation. Yeah, and I also think it's really important that we be as authentic and real as we possibly can. I've, mm. I've been guests on shows where I kind of feel like, I mean, for lack of a better way to say it, I almost feel like the whole presentation was really more for show than it was for really an authentic conversation. <clears throat> and then I've been on guests on shows and have people on my show where it felt like I'm, I've known the person forever and ever. And I feel like that's a win-win for both yeah. people. Yeah, absolutely. It's it, it certainly um a very different feeling, isn't it, when you yeah. feel really comfortable in having that natural conversation and being yourself and telling stories as opposed to as a host, sometimes I feel like I'm having to pull teeth. Yeah. To use a better yeah, term. Yeah, then, and- then there's that awkward silence or you're just kind of like, yeah. okay, um, okay, well, so what are we going to talk about next? And you're like frantically like going through the Rolodex in your mind of what to ask, right? So, yeah, yeah. so you mentioned something else that I just want to circle back to real quick. And that is you, you call yourself a natural introvert, which I find really interesting being that you talk to people through podcasting, <laughs> which you really have to kind of step out of your comfort zone a little bit since most of the time you're talking to people who by the time you get on Zoom is the first time really mm. that you've had like an extended conversation with them. So, and I know there are people in my audience that are thinking that they're thinking, wow, I don't know this person. They're not going to know me from Adam. So what do you say to that? Well, this is where I've um, refined my system over time. First of all, I don't have a problem talking to people. That's when I say introvert, what it means is that my energy comes from internal. Yeah. Whereas extroverts, their energy comes from outside. So they I'm need an extrovert with 100%. Other- so they <laughs> You need contact with other people, right, yeah. to, to drive your energy. Now, that Absolutely. gives me energy in some situations, but generally I find that my natural instincts are if I want to recharge and get energy, I've got to have quiet time. I've got to have yeah. time for me alone. Totally so get that's, that. that's where my energy uh, comes from. Now, if I do two or three podcast recordings on a day, I will feel quite drained mm-hmm. at the end of that. And I will need to have that alone time so much so that if my wife comes and talks to me at the end of that, I say, leave me alone. I need my alone time. Yeah. So that's, that's where the introversion comes from. Of course, at the beginning, when I started my podcast, it did take a little bit of jumping over 
a barrier or getting over myself to get on the call and speak to people that I hadn't met before. Today, because I've got over 580 episodes recorded, that's something that uh, is much more natural to me now. Totally, so I yeah. I should natural say. With that. The, the, but the process that I've put in place helps me get to the point when we have the real conversation that gets recorded on the show and gets published on the show, I've already had a short conversation with that person. I've already established whether it's somebody that I will be having to pull teeth with. And, and usually if I yeah. feel that I can't get over that barrier, um, we'll agree not to have them on the show yeah. in that first conversation. I will also know uh, sometimes there, there are people that talk a lot mm-hmm. and I, I find it really hard to get yeah. a word in in that 15-minute yeah. conversation. And again, it gives me the opportunity to say, well, I don't think you're a good fit for the show. Or if I think they are a good fit in terms of the value that they provide, I know when I get on the recording that I have to take a, a firmer approach to kind of stopping yeah you kind of know which direction to take the conversation right Mm. so it could be productive for both of you right yeah yeah so it's that preparation that i find is really important yeah yeah and i I think for kudos to you for setting up your your system because I, i really like that the approach so for those people that are listening in and probably don't know that allison has a whole series of videos where she explains what to expect on the podcast and and who her audience is so that when I come on as a guest, I've got a pretty good idea of who I'm speaking to. Yeah. Thank you for that. Um, we have just found, my team and I have found that it just really, and you just summed it up perfectly as to exactly why we do that. It, it makes the the process not only easier, but it makes the conversation that much better. And that's a win for you and me and for both of our audiences too. So, mm-hmm. so let's shift a little bit from business then to you know, how obviously as an introvert and the need to go and recharge, right, which is super important, mm. right? Um, and don't get me wrong, just because I'm an extrovert, I still need to recharge <laughs> yep. as well. I just, um, you know, just find that being around people really helps excite me a lot more. Um, but I'm just wondering what you do to actually recharge your batteries as a successful business owner and entrepreneur. Yeah. that's. Um... That's something that I'm very passionate about. So I, I'm a really keen bike rider. Um, so most mornings, although it's, it's the depth of winter now. So it's dark when we usually go. I usually go riding with a group. So yeah. it's dark and cold now. So I don't do it as often in the winter time as in the summer. Usually I'll go out for about an hour's bike ride in the morning. Um, sometimes I will do that on my own and I might listen to some podcasts on, um, some headsets that are actually bone conducting headsets so they don't block my ears so I can still hear traffic. Okay. Um, Sometimes I'll just have nothing. I'll just listen to the sounds that are going on. And I find, first of all, in terms of my physical fitness, of course, that that contributes a lot. Secondly, I really enjoy the bike riding and I really enjoy getting out into nature and experiencing that kind of travel without – being in the car and thirdly of course it it clears my mind it totally kind of, a lot of the time particularly when i'm riding on my own is is when i come up with some of my business ideas and i find sometimes if i'm 
working on a problem and I'm, I feel stuck and I sort of keep trying to push through a barrier and, and just can't get anywhere. I find that it's actually much better to just take a break. And sometimes I'll go for a bike ride. Sometimes I've go walking and come back refreshed, uh, more energized. And often I'll have had a few ideas along the way. Totally. I hear you. Solve the problem. Mm. I hear you. I'm an early riser myself. And so I'm usually up early and get my own workout in. That probably doesn't come as a huge surprise to you being that my background is in health and fitness. But by the same token, you know, the morning, the early morning is when not only do I feel like I get a jump start on my day, but to your point, I get a lot of my ideas on the copy that I'm working on or an idea or a social media campaign or something when I'm moving my body. Um, it's, it's almost like clockwork for me. And yeah, but on the other hand, I also do it because as you know, being virtual, I, it's a kind of a, a combination between a kind of a, a blending of standing and sitting a lot. And sitting, as I'm sure you know, is is becoming the new smoking from a health yeah, perspective. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah. and I know that yeah. standing desks are being made and all of that, and I'm actually going to be buying one soon. But, but I do that. It's kind of a twofold reason for me. It's it's a chance to give me time to take care of me, but it's also like an investment in my business too. Yeah, yeah, I I agree with that absolutely. And I'm actually standing right yeah, now. Yeah, I can see. So I I spend ninety percent of my time standing. Yeah. So I very rarely sit at my desk. That's um, good. And uh, that's been that's been probably for about four or five years now. I bought the standing desk, and I thought, well, I'll buy the motorized one. I'll spend some more on the motorized one, so I can take it up and down. Yeah. And I found that I very rarely bring it down. I'm actually looking at standing desks as we re- as we're recording this. I'm comparing and pricing and all that because that's my next investment because. You know, I fought it for a little while because, you know, I built my business 100% in person and I was on my feet all the time. And then about seven or eight years ago, when I started to go online, it was, I was trying to figure out what was going to be the right combination, but the standing desk is the way to go. There's no doubt Mm. about it. Yeah. And you very quickly get used to it. So it physically is not as tiring as I was expecting it perhaps to be. Mm. That's good to know. That's good to know. Mm. How else do you structure your day to make sure that you're not like burning the candle at both ends, so to speak? Um, I don't know about you, but as a podcaster, I've, I've learned to kind of be somewhat flexible with my schedule. Um, you know, I've, I've usually almost always have some early availability and some later availability because as my yeah. show has grown and my audience has grown, there's been the need to have evening times as yeah. well as early, early morning times to accommodate people in different parts of the world. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's, um, the time zone shift is a, is a big thing. So I, um, I've structured my week in a way that I do podcast recordings only on Wednesdays and Thursdays, my time. And like you, I have, and I, I generally do them. So it's at six in the morning when we started today's show. Uh-huh. I usually start, have a, a block between six and nine in the morning for, uh, US guests because that's that's the time zone window uh-huh. and then usually in the evening about 12 hours later for the European time zone window and then I'll have um, I don't have all that many 
podcast guests from this time zone, but I generally keep that quite flexible because I don't have so many. And then I'll do three weeks of recording in that Wednesday to Thursday time zones, and then I'll have one week off just to rest. Yeah, um, recharge, like you said, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. So, and usually I find that I'll have four or five recordings a week during that period. So there's plenty queued up for publication. We publish once a week. Yeah. Um, so that one week off also gives us the chance to to catch yeah. up again on on published episodes because yeah I, I tell you I think batching a bunch of episodes at once was one of the best things that I decided to do because from a scheduling perspective it just it takes a little of the pressure off to know that there's mm. multiple episodes already ready to go and my producer yep. kind of stayed on me for a while until I got much better <laughs> about that and now it's like it's it's like seamless clockwork almost once we queue up the next month's worth of production so yeah so yeah, what well, else do I've, you I've do? In, I know you're a photographer as well, right? Yeah. Talk to us yeah. about that. Yeah, like I'm I've been a keen photographer ever since I can remember. I know there's um there's a photo of me as a three-year-old child holding an act for film box, and the story is that I was um that was just before we left um Germany and my grandmother at the time had us do a photography session in a studio with a photographer so she could get some family portraits. Um, Interesting. As, okay. As we left. And you must have known a, early on this is what you were going to be doing, right? <laughs> yeah. Well as a as a um probably quite boisterous three year old, I guess uh setting up the studio in in the to take those photographs was probably something that bored me. So the Story is that the photographer gave me this empty film box to kind of keep me occupied, I guess. And wasn't, uh-huh. I don't, don't know what he was thinking, but I took that film box and started emulating the photographer and started playing as if it was a camera. Oh, fun. And from that, and, and apparently from that moment on, I was just obsessed with cameras and, and I have been ever since. So I can't. Even remember, I got my first box camera at five years old, and I can't even remember not taking photographs. Interesting. So one of the th- yeah, and one of the things that I really love to do as well to recharge is just grab my camera gear and go out into nature somewhere and just take photographs. And and in doing that, I can kind of switch off everything else. I can just forget about the world because I'm so focused on capturing that moment or capturing that view or that perspective and I'll think about the lighting I'll think about what's the story I want to tell here yeah and then since the advent of digital photography and now with a lot of the AI tools that are available for processing photos on the PC afterwards the the work afterwards on taking that photo and then creatively enhancing it in in all kinds of different ways that that also is something where I can just lose myself in time and, and yeah. do some work on. Well, know. it's, it's a, it's a known fact that connecting in nature is not only an excellent way to keep the stress response in check, but mm. it also literally like is good for us as far as practicing mindfulness, which is, you know, more of an should be our, more of our natural state. Yeah. Um, but due to the way that, lifestyles run today and social media and the internet and everything moving so quickly 
you know, we move away from that really fast. And then that creates the problem usually for us. So Mm. that's usually one of the first things that I recommend to a client is that, you know, we definitely have some outside time. Um, You know, it's, it's something that I really enjoy doing as well. Yeah. And, and I mean, we're lucky here in Australia and I'm sure there's where you are. There's just so much outside. So, so many wonderful things in nature that we just spend time if we open our eyes and take a look at. And of course, to photograph them, I'm focused on something. So I'm looking for something. Yeah. My brother in law is a um, commercial photographer. Okay. but he, but he loves, he, he's always got his iPhone. He's always got the latest yeah. iPhone and he's always like taking photos and he calls it, I'm collecting content. Yeah. He, he's always doing that. So, yeah. cause it's those little tiny moments that you want to look for. Right. Mm, that's right. Yeah. And for me, it's, it's a creative outlet as well. Yeah. So I often say I'm, I don't really have an artistic bone in my body. So I, my stick figures are probably the worst. Drawn stick figures in the world. Uh, oh, you and me I, both. I, that's the extent of yeah. my artistic ability as a stick figure. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, but when I'm yeah when I'm behind the camera, or as you say, the phone. I mean, the best camera is always the one you have with you. Yeah, um, totally. So even using the phone, I can. You know that that's my creative outlet. Okay, so. So I'd like to kind of take the conversation. There's a, just a couple more things I want to ask you before we wrap up. One is I'm speaking to the business owners in the audience first. What is a piece of advice that you could offer in terms of structuring your business in a way where you really feel aligned and that serves you without losing yourself in the process? What do you say to that? Well, I think, um, you know, we talked a little bit about um, self-care and uh, mindfulness. I think take the time to reflect a little bit on what is your unique contribution and forget about what anybody else says. Just share that with the world. Get out there and whatever medium you choose, whatever medium suits the audience that wants to hear your message and just share that message mm-hmm. and see what happens. I love and that. Then yeah, and then reach out to people that engage with that content and ask them what else what else can I help you with? I love that. Yeah. And to the people out there who are, you know, maybe like yourself, maybe a little bit of a of an introvert, maybe they're want, want wanting to connect more with people. Um, what do you say to those people? Um, just start conversations. Just find you know, podcasts because, that interest you and try to connect with people that way. Yeah, what, whatever, however you can start a conversation with people. So we've got social media these days. So whether LinkedIn's your thing or whether Facebook or Twitter, just start conversations with people. Follow up. Um, so I, I like to say that every sale starts with a conversation. But have a natural conversation, and usually it's asking a question. So if somebody's posted something that's piqued your interest, ask them a follow-up question about it. Yeah. Um, ask yourself first, well, why why has that triggered my interest, and what yeah. else do I want to know about that? And then ask people, ask that person a follow-up question on social media, and usually that will lead to a conversation. No, that's a great, that's a great, great point. Very simple, but yet like something that I guarantee a lot of people don't really think about. 
That's right. And even introverts, I mean, the, the most introverted person I know is capable of having a conversation with people that yeah. they feel comfortable with. So take yeah. take that first leap of faith that people will respond to a genuine question, be genuine, and then just see where the conversation goes. Oh, I love it. Just again, very simple, but yet a really good reminder. I know for anyone listening that that could be super helpful. So where can people find you? Well, the best place to find me is through my website in au. Okay. And I also have an offer for your audience. If they're Fantastic. interested in, Tell us about in it. joining our community of podcast guests and if um, probably listen to some of the Innova Buzz podcast episodes first to see whether there's guests there that you do want to connect with. And if you find that you do want to connect with those guests and with that community, then the place to go for that community is innovabiz.co forward slash flywheel. So I'm sure Alison will have the link in the show notes. And at the moment, there's a special offer there. So that will take you to an offer that you can join that community for $33 a month instead of $99 a month right now. And, um, and if you decide to, stay on and you want to um, get a further discount, then you can actually get 12 months for the price of 10. Fantastic. So it's almost like a, a community of like-minded people kind of getting to know each other and being, becoming friends and providing support too. Exactly. That's right. And it's a, a great place where people in that community are expecting to have conversations on the platform that we have. They're expecting people to ask them questions. They're expecting people to comment on what they've posted. And we also run regular events. We run masterclasses in that. We have guests um, bringing in their expertise in the form of masterclasses. So there's a whole lot of activity going on, very vibrant community. So there's a a lot going on, it sounds like. Plus, it's it's for people looking kind of for a a home or for their tribe of people or whatever, they should come over and give your community a look. Exactly. Fantastic. Well, I appreciate you making time to talk to me today. One more time. Tell me your website. Innovabiz.com.au. That's the key piece, but we'll make sure we have all that. Well, that it's all of that. Yeah. If you go innovabiz.co, you'll get there as well. So. Okay. Fabulous. Thank you so much for making time to talk with me today. I really appreciate it. Thanks very much, Alison. It's been a pleasure. Of course. And folks out there listening, if you would like to connect with Jürgen, please check the show notes or scroll down and find the show notes and you'll find his website and his community link right there. And if you go to the community page, you can take advantage of his discounted offer if you're looking for a new home of like-minded people or if you're just wanting to step out of your current community and you're wanting to expand that just a little bit, definitely give his community a look. If this conversation has been really helpful for you, or if you think a friend or business colleague really needs to hear it, then please copy this link and send it to them as a free gift for me. You can go to my website at www.theallisonk.com and connect with me directly there. Or if you'd like, you're welcome to copy the link and send it yourself. Or if you want to go to my site and connect with me, either myself or someone on my team will be glad to take care of that for you. This is exactly why I created this show to give you an outlet, always to provide you amazing value 
And also with the expectation and intention that this conversation is going to help at least one person because that's what it's all about. And this is why we're consistently ranked in the top 100 and why we're heard all over the world today. And we're reaching more people every single week. And it's because of people like you who are continually listening, subscribing, downloading, following us and sharing episodes with people as you see fit. Just know from the bottom of my heart how grateful I am for you. That's all I got for you this week on this edition of The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. You are one step closer to living your ultimate life, so make it a good one. 